Hey, what's up, guys? This is Jordan Anderson, and welcome to the audio podcast. I've converted my vlogs into sound for your convenience and your enjoyment. Hey, hello, Kristen. Hi. Hey, how's it going? Hi. Oh, it's working. Okay. You can hear it's me? It's good. Okay, so let's walk through... Um, kind of where you're coming from, a little context for the audience. Uh, Kristen came on uh, my YouTube channel and left a few comments, and mm. they were uh, awesome, and they were really in-depth, and I just kind of wanted to give the entire audience out there just some uh, a really deep dive into this one question because um, I think a lot of people can, can get something out of this. So Kristen, kind of bring me up to speed on where you are with your business idea and kind of where you started and uh and all that okay yeah well um i did photography for a while and so now i'm wanting to make the switch over into filmmaking <clears throat> but i live in hawaii and um the tourism is what is a big thing here weddings are are big and that's that's kind of the common thing that all the filmmakers here are doing you don't see a lot of um you know short films or TV things that are based out of Maui or anything. Um, and what I'm wanting to do is start doing more short films um, in a different way that isn't done here. Um, but it's not in demand here. It's not like, you know, you have a lot of opportunities with that. So I was, my main question was, what about doing, um, you know, doing the filmmaking for the tourists, for vacations, um, for weddings and things like that to pay for doing the other projects that aren't so widely known here. Gotcha. What did you what would you say has been the status quo right now? What's a what's a typical high demand video in Hawaii? Would be weddings. Weddings for sure would be the huge thing. And okay. And the just ranging between just low budget all the way to super cinematic drones flying everywhere kind of Yeah, yeah. It can go anywhere from just like a quick elopement that someone does you know, with any camera that they have. Um, and there are some that are just very elaborate that they do use drones and the GoPros and they're out on cruise ships and, you know, there's, they do shooting for three days for those kinds of things. So, I mean, and yeah, it's for low budget and high end too. So you can, for weddings, you can kind of find anything for that. And so you're looking to do narrative short films? For my own, for my own filmmaking that I'm wanting to do? Yeah, that or like, or to make money as a living. Yeah, um, I'm hoping that that's where it leads. Um, initially, to start out, I just I feel that there's a lot of actors and actresses here. There's a lot of people who want to be a part of something like that. Nobody knows really where to start because it is an island. I think a lot of people have that idea. You have to move to California or you know somewhere else to be able to be a part of something. And so my idea was to bring an actual company here, you know, or start one. Um, to, but, you know, I'm one girl with one camera, but I find that a lot of people are really interested in that um, to actually just do the acting. So my hope was to start just making really short films or maybe a small TV web series uh, to get people on the screen um, or, you know, at least on the Internet a little bit and start um, having something grow out of Maui. Um, on Oahu, it's a little bit bigger where they shoot Hawaii 5.0, but it's a lot cheaper for people to shoot there than it is on Maui. So on Maui, there's just not, um, you know, if you want to do any acting or anything like that, that's just not really much of an opportunity here. And is there a, I guess, is there a young and upcoming uh, filmmaking, um, how should I say it, just kind of like 
other young filmmakers that are looking to step into more of uh, filmmaking in Hawaii or the, is it you know it, it that's kind of hard to find um, that kind of community here um, while I think it's just an amazing community when it comes to those kinds of businesses I feel like it's so competitive and a lot of people do tend to more keep to themselves you know when it comes to things like that um, I've put you know my information out there and I'm not really finding a lot of people who are interested in that kind of thing on the filmmaking side and I think mainly it's because weddings is where it's at and I think a lot of people are really content with just sticking with what they know will pay the bills yes yeah, they're, they're either content or they're kind of scared to do you know to kind of split the fence a little bit just be the way it's almost I guess it's like well I mean you did photography so you know that it's like you know about the whole stay in one genre make the most money versus being a jack of all trades yeah, yeah. And so um, for me, weddings has, you know, I shot a few when I did photography um, and it's not my thing. <laughs> and so that's not really something I'm hoping to go back to. Um, I guess my main thing was tourists. Wh what I have found for um, people who are visiting here are more than happy to shell out to get their time captured here because for a lot of people, this is a once in a lifetime thing or, you know, they have all their family together um, and people are happy to do that. My end goal is not to do that. That's not really what I want to do. I do feel like it's kind of a common thing here. Um, but I'm wondering if it would be a smart move um, or if it would be more of a setback to go ahead and start launching, you know, a filmmaking career doing that to pay, you know, and to cover and get you some exposure and kind of get yourself out there for things. Or if it's smarter to just wait and just do what, you know, you're wanting to be known for. I don't think it's... I think it's a great idea to start with that. I think if there's a if there's a market for it and there's a way to make money and then to use that money to reinvest in yourself and and then put it towards your next film or put it towards your next short film, I think that would probably be the most helpful in your path. Um, you, I mean, you could almost just market it like you're doing like travel vlogs without you having to vlog. You can you the customer the client can enjoy your vacation and you can have me Kristen walk around and and follow you travel vlog style and there's definitely a way to market that um, you know I, I can you just say like I'll make you a three to five minute video or make, you know this video will be I'll follow you for this many days and it cost this much per day and I think in terms of the filmmaking and actually doing narrative films it's it's a uh, when you're starting out it's a lot of just doing it on your own it's a uh, i mean like my goal is to be a cinematographer but i know that in such an early stage you can't just be the cinematographer you have to be the director the producer sometimes even the actor and because either crew is limited or not a lot of people know about you or kind of you know or or like you said you're in hawaii and the you know, film making community is not as big or not as strong as you would like it to be. I think, if, I mean, if there are actors there, I think that is a great start. Uh, biggest thing, I mean, most most people know how to use a camera, or not most people, but filmmakers can use a camera, or nowadays you're used to being a predator where you can shoot, edit, produce the entire video, but finding actors or finding strong actors um, could be a good way to, like, partner up that you, that you're building up your kind of director skills, you're building up your, um, just being able to just shoot a video and have an actor that is 
talented, good-looking, you know, wh- whatever you want for that video, uh, having a having a strong partnership with the local actors there is is definitely a great way to start. And so, when you like initially start things like that, do you? How would you hold that when you begin to start something like that? Do you have actors audition, or do you seek them, or do you have them seek you, or do you have them volunteer just for their own experience to you know gain ground as an actor, or do you make budget in your room to cover that cost? If you have the money, I would try to pay them. Um, but if if you don't have the money, then I would just try to really sell them on your vision. I would just say that. Look, I I don't have a lot of money, but I you know just kind of sell them on how passionate you are about this, and that mm-hmm. you know you you believe in yourself and you believe in the project, and if they're if they're above market, if they if they say, well, sorry, I need five hundred dollars for this, or I need a thousand, you know, it's like, well, maybe we can't do business, but you could definitely pick up some young and upcoming developing talent, uh, put them in your project, and help grow their career at the same time that you're growing your uh, your own film production company. Mm-hmm. I see. And then, so kind of the same part of that question as far as doing something that's not necessarily what your goal is to do as far as like doing vacation videos or what have you to cover the cost. Is that something you'd also promote as part of your business? Or is that something you'd more just do to cover but not promote that that's what you're doing. You know what I'm saying as far as you, would people promoting you for that? You mean in terms of like you don't want to market yourself as the travel vlogger or as the travel filmmaker that you want to be known as the director DP? That's a little tough. I mean, it, no, I mean if, you, if you sort of cut your teeth and you kind of grow your skills within the travel vlogging or, you know, the travel vacation video genre – um, it's. I wouldn't say it's wasted effort. It's. It's definitely better than getting a random job outside of the film industry, and and not gaining your filmmaking skills. You know, at least when you're doing a travel video or your travel vlog or what have you, that you're still holding a camera, using a camera, walking through all the steps of filmmaking. Mm-hmm. Um. I would. I mean, you could. There's a lot of ways to sort of separate that. I mean, you could, if it's just with through social media, that you could, that you could maybe for the travel vlog or for the travel vacation company that you name it that you name it a separate entity from you. You kind of you name it, you know, a, make it seem like it's an actual company, and then keep yourself Kristen on the side as the filmmaker, director, DP. Um, and then sort of like, and then work really hard to market both of those separately, and then make sure that you distinguish both of those. That um, because the the travel vacation production company could expand, and you could add more people, or you could bring on a second shooter, and mm-hmm. the and that the clientele and the people working for you feel like it's this own separate company, and then you, Kristen, are working on the side. Uh, with your own filmmaking projects, and then you can even bring in that second shooter, you know, or let the let your clientele know about uh, sort of your personal brand, your personal uh, filmmaking skills and projects. Yeah, I think I, I mean I just go on practicality that it's it, paying the bills or funding a film. I mean, however you can fund a film, however you can get enough money to make the film and go through it from 
pre-production to post-production, I, I think whatever you can do to make it work, I would try to make it work. Mm-hmm. And then um, what would you suggest would be the best way to get that out there? Like as far as, you know, when you do vacation tourists, that's personal. That's, you know, more for that family. And while I feel like you could share those things on your website, I mean, most people aren't really interested in seeing a whole family in their whole day, you know. When you're doing that entertainment side of things, like your own um, production, you know, the movies that you have in mind, what would you recommend for getting them out there, like if you're on a more secluded area? I would start with Instagram. I would start with Facebook videos. Uh, if you're, I, w- I mean, like I said, build up those separate entities and make them really strong, make a... Uh, almost night and day that you know you're showing off the highlight reel from the johnson family vacation and you're you know mm-hmm. you're showing the cool shots you got or you were you know you had a drone and gopro and you uh did some really cool shots there but then once you're in instagram account of Kristen and on your facebook page and even even your website even just like having two separate websites of mm. you have your name your company.com and then Kristen gatson.com like you just you could totally separate them um and i would definitely use one to fuel the other like i would want people through the travel videos to find out about your personal projects and maybe be interested in that Mm -hmm. and that um, but to go about telling people about your filmmaking projects and i think that's just it's going to be Instagram. It's going to be Facebook. If you could even, you could probably even do a Kickstarter project. I've done Kickstarter for films, and that's uh, that's a great way to get a film off the ground. Indiegogo, um, and you're trying. Are you ever trying to sell your films that you shoot? Um, no, <laughs> not right now. Not right now. Okay. I don't really see that happening. I, I think it's more just to get local people doing what they love to do was a big part of this. You know. And um, offering something a little bit different than what everybody else is doing. Um, so, yeah, that was a big hope. And just to have some local entertainment, you know, something that's locally fueled and if, produced. If you really want a local feel to it, I would really start reaching out to small local shop owners. Uh, see if you can get... Because, you know, a film is not just the money that you have behind it. It's also... The location and the catering and the sets and you know uh, equipment rentals and people that you know it and extras that if you were to really jive with the local companies the local t-shirt companies local you know you need a cool uh, warehouse to shoot your action film you know you happen to know the uh, welding company there and you did something really nice for them or you were help you know like how how can you give value to the local companies and become their best friends so that the the time that it comes that you need to make the big ass that hey you know Johnny's pizzeria like I you know remember that video I did for you guys I'm shooting a film and I need you guys to would you guys be up for giving us 20 pizzas for our film shoot um, or you know f- finding like cool locations and then like just how do you build that how do you build that community list that you do sort of the godfather method where you know you may not ever you may not ever ask them for a favor but that day may come where you need a favor from them and 
when you're making a film, it having favors and like just kind. Of, I mean, it can just come out of nowhere. Just it can almost save your film, um, and it could save your film a lot of money if you were able to use these sort of free resources based off of the relationships you build. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks so much for listening, and be sure to subscribe so you can catch the next episode when it comes out. And if you haven't already, head over to YouTube and check these vlogs out for yourself. Thanks.